0: Number six, more communication is not always better. Now some of you don't buy into this, but you hopefully will by the end of the semester. Some people think communicate, communicate, communicate. There's never too much communication. Wrong. Wrong. And I'll give you one specific instance. When you are having an argument with somebody and it's getting heated up, right, you should know where your limit is. All of us have a limit. Some of us have a really high limit. Like we can go for a long time. Some of us, you know, have anger management issues, and we have a brother-in-law who has anger management issues. It takes him about one second, and then he's like, Hello? Right? So, but know your own limit, right? You're not responsible for other people's limits. You're responsible for your own limits. And I imagine, when I'm having an argument with my husband, I can feel the heat. I sort of imagine that cartoon picture of the red line <laughs> rising, right? And you know, like, in the cartoons, when it goes to the top, I know, like, my top's gonna blow and steam's gonna come out. Like, that's too much, right? So I need to, when it gets here, I know, I need to say, we need to take a break. Because at that moment, if I say to him, hey, honey, let's take a break. We have a rule, and this is one thing I want you guys to take home today. If you have a significant other, take the, how many of you have a significant other? Take this home today. When you're at the point, and let them know when they're at the point where it's going to go over the top, that if it keeps going, they might say something irreversible, right? Mm -hmm. They can't take it back. You, You have to have a signal for each other. And it can be as simple as, let's take a break. And the other person's responsibility is to say, okay. And take that 15 minutes. You can use nonverbal. Yes, you can say time out. I have friends that are psychologists. They're both psychologists, I know. I would not want to be in this marriage. But anyway, they're both psychologists, and they have a little I statement box, each of them. And so, like, I saw them having a fight once, but I didn't know they were in a fight because they're psychologists. And then they each took out their I statement box, and it was completely silent. And one of them flipped through, and they took out a card, and it said, I feel sad. And the other one went through their box and they took out a card and it said, I feel concerned. And then they took a 15-minute break. Hey, that works for them. You know? You can have little white flags in your house. Okay, But the idea is, what if I say to my husband, I'm here, right? And I say, honey, can we take a break? And he goes, no, I want to resolve this right now. (laughs) What happens? I say, you want to resolve that right now? Okay. Remember what I said about your mother? (laughs) I kind of meant that, yeah, exactly, right, like all that nasty stuff I'm thinking and I'm holding back right here, he's just given me permission to let it out, right, and I feel totally justified in that moment, so I think, you know, this is a really important one, is to know when it's too much, okay? Uh, let's talk about number seven. No single person or event causes another individual's reaction by itself. This one's a little hard to swallow because events and people do cause other people's reaction. They, they cause a reaction. What it's saying is that they don't cause that reaction by themselves. So let me give you an example. If I came home today and found my husband in bed with another person, I would react. How, How is the question? How is the question? I actually don't know. It would depend on who it is. is. Let's say I found him in bed with another man. Oh Oh, Lord! My reaction would be much different than if I found him in bed with another woman, because I would think, "Oh, that's new." (laughs) Like, I mean, that could explain a lot, right? Yeah. Like it could explain why he wasn't telling me. It could explain why he's not happy, I mean that could explain a lot. However, let's say I came home and found him in bed with my best girlfriend. Would you kill her? <laughs> <laughs> I can't say that because I would you know, go to jail. But, but let's say I wanted to kill her. Okay, now there's other things that it depends on. Do I own a gun? Do I have access to that gun in my bedroom? Can I throw her out the window? Am I on the first, second, third, or eighth floor? Right? All of these things make a difference in my reaction. Did I suspect it was going on? And he denied it. Has he had an affair with her in the past? And I knew about it and forgave him. Right? All of these things make a difference. So it's not that a person or an event doesn't cause a reaction. It's that everything matters how I'm feeling at that moment maybe I was having an affair on the side and I wasn't telling him in which case I'm like phew now I don't have to ask for the divorce and feel guilty right I've asked students like what they would do and one student said well my partner and I we have an open relationship so if he was in bed with another woman I would just jump in (laughs) it depends right it's not the event it's not the person its everything. Got it? This one's also important to remember if you know someone, if you have someone in your life who is severely depressed. Okay? Bless you. you. (laughs) Um, I am sure, I'm not going to ask you to raise your hand, but I'm sure there's some people in here who have known someone, maybe it was yourself, maybe it was a family member, maybe you currently know somebody who is going through severe depression. And at some point, unfortunately, somebody who is severely depressed may take their own lives. And what, you know, a lot of people feel guilty because they called and you didn't tell them what they needed to hear or you, you couldn't be there at that moment. And the idea is, you know, no single person or event caused you didn't make them kill themselves. They had a lot of other things going on. They were gonna do it no matter what you did in that moment, but you feel like you caused it. You feel guilty, right? Kids, when their parents get divorced, feel like they caused it. Right? A lot of you know, what, the number one cause for divorce is birth of a first child. Now, does that mean it's the child's fault? No, that's you know, either one or both parents' you know, responsibility for not being prepared for that responsibility. But the child always blames themselves, even if the parents tell them it had nothing to do with you.